All right, now it's on. Now it's for real. <laughs> I didn't even care about it before. One way to shove you up. You hold the mic, my friend. I just wanted them Sorry, to hear about job. your shitty team. Better than your shitty team. <laughs> What's up, everybody? It's the Super Flexible Pod. See, I did it right that time. Suck it, Swags. Uh, I'm your host, too, Drake. My other host, because we don't have codes here, is Swagzilla Zero G. And fuck it, so is at Superflex, dude. We're all hosting today. What's up, fellas? Yeah, give the mic to him. It's it's his baby now. Man, if you guys if, if if you guys brought me on just to tell me to get the fuck out of here, I'm gonna lose it. <laughs> That's a great show. Thanks for coming today, John. <laughs> just to kick you off, like yeah. you're not quitting, you're fired. <laughs> that would be the old like haven't you guys ever like gone on a podcast and, and wondered like, dude, what if this is actually an ambush? Like what if they're just gonna they're just gonna like make me feel like shit and then kick me out and then they're still gonna publish it. Yeah, I, I don't know. I know what you mean. Actually, I, yeah. I, I hope you forget moved, that. Really. I hope you forget that the next time we ask you to come on breakdown. But you know, <laughs> <laughs> the problem is I've already been on breakdown, so I know how that one goes. We've we've done this too many times for you to be a guest, though. So right, yeah. And John made the show sheet because he has to have a show sheet. So we just figured we let yeah. him. Write. You got it. Got to have a show sheet. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I like the one you and Gabe did that you made a show sheet at the end. That was a good listen. So everybody should go check that out. Like show. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing. I, I even I even got the man bun to to do a show sheet. We just had to write it as we go. Right. That's yeah, awesome. Heavy on the ish with that show sheet too. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Gabe is an awesome dude too. Like I'm really I've been uh, glad to see him around on some other shows and stuff because. Um, I don't know why, but I haven't seen him guest a lot, but so it's been awesome to see him on some shows this last few weeks. Yeah, man. Such a laid back. Yeah. Laid back. Yeah. Like people, people think of him with like the intros and, you know, keeping the the open draft flow or the the open bar kind of flowing and stuff. But like he's, he's knowledgeable as hell too. Absolutely. For sure. Absolutely. Uh, among many things, I mean, the one thing that he's, and we even made a show about it, but uh, shout out to Gabe, but the one thing that he's kind of made me start to try to watch a little bit more is like that, that ceiling area and when you are taking players at their ceilings, and I'm not talking about like those top four super flex picks or something <laughs> like that, but kind of like two drink. this is two drinks guy though, that, that, so I don't... But this is yeah, two drinks guy. But taking somebody like Miles Sanders at his ceiling and the expectations that we have there, and um, there's some other players like that I know, but that's just I don't want to go deep into it. But he's definitely made me kind of like consider that more, and and not from the positive point, you know, but like Clyde Edwards-Alaire and our expectations for him, like we're willing to pay for those expectations when we don't even really know like what they're going to be, but. but Sure. No, I hear you. But I, uh, there's a little difference in, you know, trading for like, say, Miles Sanders, like you're saying, you know, even during the season last year or early in the offseason before that value got out of control and say drafting him in a startup, though. You know what I mean? Like, that, that's a little different to me. I, I'm OK sitting on Sanders, even though most people say I should move him because his value has gotten so high. Because I don't feel like I paid anywhere near that. And I'm still getting a return on investment from what I traded for to get him. And and I have yet to see somebody that's willing to give me um, enough to move him. 
Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean there. But, that, especially but, that, but it's a little different trade. how it's. Yeah, but I mean, when you're even when you're drafting though, like what running back is he at that point to you, and then what can you get for him? I mean, sure, and you're higher on him than me. Um, can I True. get Swift in a first from you for Miles Sanders? Um, you cannot. <laughs> if that makes sense no that's that's probably i don't know that's probably close i think i would have a hard time moving that off of my team depending on where it is but I'm, i don't think that's that crazy and i i hear probably most people listening to this are like what that's, that's well, i mean would you yeah, do I that john i mean swift is my guy and miles sanders is his so um and then and then a first uh yeah i i would yeah, I would I would take is, the Swift in the first side. I think is is anybody having hesitations on the twenty twenty one draft? Like, I just find myself looking to move most of my twenty twenty one picks on teams that I already have. Like, I even hmm. still have some on. I just I know that's not even where the show's supposed to go, but one of you brought it up, so it's your fault. Um, <laughs> generally, I don't hold a lot of picks, or I'll, you know, I kind of punt punt a few years and yeah. have a lot of picks in one year. Definitely, see, but you I do just. That. I find myself moving lots or, you know, like I said, all of my 2021s that I, that I even have or, or just trying to float that out there and see if I can get some proven talent. I, a 2021 should be loaded, but just the fact that we don't even know what we're going to get. Are we getting a, a college football season? Are we going to get it in, like, say, you know, the spring or something nuts like that? And then there's no reason for some of these guys to play. They've been off a year. I just – there's too much uncertainty for me to – to hold on to a first that might still have a lot of value to somebody else. Some of those studs probably still declare, though. No, a hundred percent. But like, like Trevor. Let's just take Clemson. Like Trevor Lawrence and like Inti, and we thought was coming out this year. He goes back. But like, if you're telling me they're not mm-hmm. playing football until January, there's no reason for a guy like Trevor Lawrence even or Travis Inti to even play college. Okay. Like Trevor Lawrence is one. 101 period if he came out this year if he was eligible he'd have been 101 ahead of burrow like i i totally believe that there's he can't improve his draft stock he just wasn't far enough removed from high school last year to come out right there's no reason for that guy to play there's no reason for a lot of these guys to play if this college season gets pushed back or is only going to be you know conference games it's only going to be eight games or something like that a a lot of these guys i'm not going to see risk it so now we're going on tape from last year or years before that we're hoping so you know project because they're young but i don't want my 2021 first basically so okay but everything you said but now let's also say we don't have an nfl season or it's cut short either Mm -hmm. one like hypothetically um which doesn't make very realistic yep but it doesn't make you need i get that it might not make you want that first anymore but now by this time next year you're still sitting on miles sanders and i've got swift and a first maybe somebody goes to the eagles changes that miles sanders situation completely and you haven't done anything in 2020 to win because it was a cut short season so you're just building a roster at this point of players you like that are even in more questionable situations than in 2020 because now we have that 2021 class coming in maybe disrupting our our nfl team situations and we didn't even get a championship from 2020 because the season was so messed up no i hear you and it's not like i'm trading the 2021 first away for you know older players you know i'm not looking for the older vet with that move i'm still hoping to get a guy that's only been in the league a couple years max 
Um, I hear what you're saying. I mean, especially and, at running back. I'm glad you brought it up, though. I mean, I've been this has been going through my head a little bit too. Just like, do I care about 2020? Yeah, yeah it, like you, running backs, like we look for them to have players come in and, and take a piece away every single year on on just about every team. Yeah, right. That's the whole stick on Miles Sanders right now is that sure. well, somebody's going to come in. They keep looking to somebody bring in. The names out there, nothing. None of that worries me. Everybody was worried about Jordan Howard taking away last year too, right? We see, we see what happens. Green rises. Well, he did. Top. I don't early, right? Until early. he got and injured, and then yeah, he didn't get his job back. Yeah. Right. Okay. So you're going to tell me I, I need to worry about Devontae Freeman or Shady coming over? Or no, you know I didn't. I mean? That no, isn't what I said. No. Okay, and then we're worried about how high do they take a running back the next year in 2021, and that's what I got worried about. Or sure, I mean, there's a hell of that. a free agent market, too, in the running back class. Like, all these guys aren't going to get the kind of paychecks they want. And Well, that's the other thing. Are, are these guys going to sit out next year, or are we going to see these guys take crazy low deals like even Cam next year just because m- they're money gonna comes down? Play. And they're they're, not, they're not taking two seasons off if, like, we're going back to, like, the worst case where 2020 is canceled. I mean, that's how sure. I see it. I think there's... A good chance at some point that you're going to see a running back you like a little bit playing with Miles Sanders. Okay, I mean, sure, yeah. If Joe Mixon comes there because he didn't sign with Cincinnati, that's going to fucking suck. <sighs> that's an extreme, <laughs> right? but yeah. But that's one of the ones coming up next. I mean, all right, Kamara, Dalvin Cook, like, great. Right? There are huge names out there. I don't, I don't see how that happens in Philly. You know what I mean? Like where that's bothered me. It, it seems like an ancillary piece or a rookie coming in. That maybe didn't even have a season. I'm not worried about any of those guys. Do not is talk Swift about his first, Miles Sanders. Oh, is Swift in a first maybe a little rich? Sure, but I I I, 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 like I think it's a fair offer. I, I was just wondering where you're at at it, but but I mean that was kind of like pushing my buttons. My <laughs> my idea of like the season and collecting somebody like I like a lot in Swift and a pick with it and just kind of getting to that point where man i hope we play some football but how much do i just start kind of punting this season because it could be so fluky anyway who who takes more away this year from yeah we're just fucking staying here i hate you who takes more away this year if there's john keeps trying to say something too bad damn it he's a host he can jump in whenever he wants to who takes more away carry on or boston scott who scores Um, more this year Boston Scott. Boston Scott. Yeah. One of my favorite sleepers. I'm going to stop talking for a minute. You guys are nuts. You're, you're <laughs> He's so good. I, I, I wanted to, to address Is that because the... there's nobody else there? <laughs> yeah, we're still I'm I'm back Jay. in. I didn't, I didn't say it very quiet for a while. It's because... I guess, I guess, oh, go. <laughs> no, it's because Boston Scott is a legitimately better running back than carry on johnson like he's 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 no post scarborough to steal some shit away (laughs) this is dumb (laughs) translation this is not going how i wanted it to go i I love it he's triggered he doesn't get triggered much (sighs) i'm glad we had you on one last time on superflex john i'm glad you ate before this i can't imagine how this would have went if we didn't eat I'm glad you guys didn't kick me out at the beginning. <laughs> so how do you feel about the situation, John? And like the 2020, 2021 and like Yeah, that's that's Are you my... acquiring 2021 picks? Are you moving them? Are you holding still? I I think you should probably acquire them. And uh, you know, first of all, like I I still hate rookie picks and you know, my goal oh, is to like sell it. them off later. But like 
So, okay, first of all, you know, the, the idea that like, even if the college football season does get canceled, it gets canceled for all of them, you know? So it's sure. not, it, it's not like it creates an advantage for any players. Like they're still going to all be at the same level. They're all going to be on the same playing field. So, so I don't think that it really hurts their, their values. Um, I don't think it really hurts their performance or anything like that. Um, Maybe not the top guys, right? But like, yeah. even like, I remember Swag saying it during this non-point scoring season early on. In a Devi league, there were guys like Burrow and Ceh still available in those leagues. You're not going to get any of those guys to pop or, or show up if we don't even have a season. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I, I don't know that values stay the same. I, I maybe that top group, you know, three four at, at most positions, kind of kind of just stays at the top because that's what we know. But there's those other pieces we're not going to find out about. And I'm not willing to take stabs at those other ones, I guess, at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe totally. now isn't the time to move that first. You know, maybe it's during the season when, you know, an injury happens or a running back gets COVID and is out three weeks. And then you can move, you know, that for even more or, you know what I mean? In that way, if, for that contender, you know, depending on where contention cycle is and, and where we are in that year. Sure, I can get it more then. That, that, that's probably a fair, you know, fair way to argue. But you fuckers didn't <laughs> say that. <laughs> well, and and the other thing that I think is going to happen here is like you know in that situation, you know we're going to have to rely a lot more on tape. We're going to have to rely a lot more on um, you know things like the combine and pro days and and mm-hmm. you know just rookie scouting more than um, more than actual performance on the field. And I, I think that that's actually going to inflate the value of those 2021 rookie picks. So like the, you know, the, the, the fact that we have, we're going to have a lot more players who are kind of equally enticing, um, you know, by, you know, by like February, March. And not only that, I mean, people are going to be so desperate for like, for, you know, That's some fair. kind of movement. activity. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. so I, I think that there's just a massive spike coming for those 2021 picks. I will say, Jay, I, okay. I, I agree with you that I don't, I don't think that they necessarily should inflate in value, but I, I think that they probably will. And, and that's you, compelling to me. So you think it's more of a, everybody gets jumbled up and, 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 and rises up instead of yeah. the, the few, you know, the cream per se rising to the top. You think it's, everybody comes up instead of just that that you know few that most of us already know about that elite tier yeah exactly like trey lance trey lance is a great example of this because (sighs) you know he's got a certain he's got quite a bit of hype right now if he doesn't if he doesn't have to go out and live up to that hype like all that that's fair that hype is just gonna increase you know it's it's only gonna get like the 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 scouting report on him is gonna be man he would have gone off if he had just been able to get on the field this year if they had a season this year he was gonna go absolutely nuts and like people are gonna buy him off of that it's 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 kind of stupid it's kind of stupid but that's the type of thing that we do well and i think that and even there'll be a lot of this last year's cream is gonna stay at the top too without a 2021 college season or 2020 season like a lot of those guys will still stay there and you'll, I mean, this 2020 draft we just had, like when we were in all of our rookie drafts, I mean, the it would have still been a fun rookie class if we didn't know about Joe Burrow and Clyde Edwards-Alaire. Be- sure. You know what I mean? So a lot of yeah. it, like it's, 
not ideal and not the way we like it, but I think, like John said with the picks, I think that the value is still going to rise on them like it normally would. And now we're going to be even looking for maybe even more to do, and having those picks is going to be something fun to add to our leagues. I don't know, man. And and then you go back to if we don't have this NFL season, like you just got your favorite player and paid a top price for him and have to worry about one more off season of what might be added there. And yeah, I, and I like Miles Sanders, dude. Like I, I like Miles Sanders. I, I do. But I mean, that's what we're kind of maybe looking at here. Sure. And I, I 100% agree that 2020 rookies are going to be pretty insulated in, in value, no matter what happens with this season, just because everybody will be like, well, they only played six games because of COVID or, well, yeah, they played all the games, but none of the rookies had a preseason, and you know what I mean. And it took them a while to get in there. So I, I believe that twenty twenty rookies will will stay very close in value if, if we not move a little go up. into the season now and we we play all seventeen games. Um, what are your expectations for Miles Sanders to finish? Like the way teams look today, like not fifteen hundred yards total is the floor with with passing and total, yeah. Yeah, I think I think that's the absolute floor. I don't I don't I'm not worried about a lot of the the receiving options, which is why everybody's like, well, he got so much work at the end because everybody was hurt, and that's mm-hmm. true. Uh, they only brought in Rager. It's the same broke ass pieces still there. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I, we shouldn't worry about that. Rager sounds like he's going to play behind Deshaun Jackson right now until he learns the role. I'm not worried about Rager either. I think Sanders' role is defined, and now I'm not worried about Howard in the first couple of games. Uh, will it sting his value a little bit if somebody like Devontae Freeman or something like that ends up there? Probably, but that's dumb, and that means I get to go get Sanders for a little cheaper at that point, right? Maybe maybe it hurts a couple couple games early again, just like Howard did, but I'm not worried about any piece coming in there like that. There's not a name out there available you know, or in the, in the scheme of my head that makes me worry about Miles Sanders this year. We should not worry about that. Most people weren't worried about it last year. What everybody said, it's stupid to worry about Jordan Howard. We'll find out, you know, when it comes down to it. We found out. That's their dude. Yeah. Yeah. What the hell kind of show are we doing today? Because we ain't got there I'm enjoying this. Like, yeah, I mean, we could, we can. uh... I feel like you wrote this down. You're just like, I'm going to bring up Miles Sanders and see what happens. No. (laughs) You just lit it on fire. I am. show sheet on fire. I am giving credit where it's due. And that's your guy. And. Now everybody knows. Do not fuck with you about that. <laughs> that was People my first should have already known that. <laughs> <laughs> he was my first round pick, by the way, in the Scott Fishbowl. I mean, it, not that's not it's really who man. I want. I got sniped like multiple times in order for that to happen. Joe Mixon. I, Joe Mixon. Oh, I well, think you already it, said he's yeah, RB1 yeah, to you. Yeah, he's RB1. So. But, I mean, I think Miles Sanders has that upside. I just I don't think he's going to get there because Joe Mixon's in the way. But I mean that means that leaves RB two. <laughs> I will take RB two finish from Miles Sanders this year and feel just fine about it. Yep, fifteen hundred yard floor though. I mean that should put you in a, a upper like that RB five ish maybe. Yeah, I don't. I, don't I mean think with the PPR really you have to consider crazy. in that too. Right. Yeah. yeah. I don't think that's crazy at all. And then you think about like you know who who has kind of the the capacity to score you know, a high volume of touchdowns in that offense. I mean, it's Zach Ertz and Dallas Goddard, and that's kind of it. So, you know, right. I, I, I think that there's a lot more touchdown equity available to uh, to Miles Sanders than, you know, to your yeah. average workhorse running back. Yeah. 
Johnny. I mean, are you are you are you thinking Swift outscores Miles Sanders? Swags in twenty twenty. Close. You, is yeah. that what you're asking me? No, I, I um, I think that uh, I know you're getting a first on top of that trade, but I'm just trying right, to see right. What, what the difference is between the two for you. Um, I mean, uh, we all know you believe Swift to be the one in Detroit immediately, basically. Uh, you know, over carry. I think so that I, Sanders okay has the there. the fair advantage of ceiling if we went into the season as the team sat today, and I think there's a good chance that that's the way it goes in. Um, but but uh, but man, I think Swift could eat in this offense. I don't think it's going to be as bad as a lot of people do. I, obviously, everybody knows that about me. Um, if we're doing a startup draft, I mean, I. Yeah, so I'd say like 1,100, 1,200. Okay. Um, a pretty good rookie season, though. I, I mean, if we're in a startup draft and I'm I'm probably taking Miles Sanders like uh, that mid-second-ish range, you know, mm-hmm. depending on what happens, and I'm probably taking Swift like – and depending on what's going on, but I'm, I'm probably comfortable with this, and people may not like it because I'm going too early, but I'm probably comfortable – fourth ish you know i could probably wait till the fifth or sixth to get swift but um yeah so i'm definitely in a startup i'm still taking miles sanders over swift so but yes for this season if if you had miles if we pulled off that deal and i got swift in the first i'm really smitten i'm happy as hell like so and i don't feel like i want to trade or like i'm i'm walking away but i feel really good about the moves i've made for my team it is kind of a bummer to let go i have miles sanders in a couple leagues and i've thought about moving him because i think he is at that ceiling value but then i think what if he's not what if it does get a little bit better what if i move this one last share of miles sanders and i regret it you know so i i definitely have reservations about moving him but i do fa- feel like there's something to be taken advantage of there as well yeah, healthy, healthy Miles Sanders for all sixteen games, and and nobody of consequence coming in. I, yeah, I, I think RB five finish is is definitely within the realm of possibility. Yeah, I understand others do not. It's not my yeah. fault. <laughs> it's not my fault. <laughs> <laughs> um, John, where did you pick in the Scott Fishbowl? Uh, I I got the tenth pick, which I asked for, and then uh, I ended up with a couple guys ahead of me who. Just like their their entire existence in Scott Fishbowl is to snipe me. So, <laughs> it, oh, and like they're, they're gonna end up winning the championship, but <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it like the entire strategy was just to just to fuck with John. So that's cool. Yeah, that's it's fun. it's fun for others sometimes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, they were loving I, life. They were just having the time of their life with that. So. I may or may not have been in a couple mock drafts that you put up every now and then, and when I find myself around you, I, I you know, I might just a couple <laughs> picks early, just make sure I get get a you know an Aaron Rodgers and a Drew Lock share just to just to see if you get a little red on the inside, you know. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I guess it's close enough. Yeah, I'll go ahead and take that just to just to get them on tilt a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, and it's a it's an epidemic, and uh, wearing a mask doesn't stop it either. Like every <laughs> everybody, once you do it, you do it once. You snipe me on Aaron Rodgers, and next thing you know, like the entire draft is just like, all right, let's see, let's. Uh, like, <laughs> it just becomes this competition of how of who can snipe me the most. 
Like that's my role in this fantasy football community now. That's how you know you made it, John. That's how you know you made it, man. My whole mock draft is just the F with you. (laughs) Everybody's not even the mock drafts. Everybody's every draft is is about that now. Like spend fifty bucks to be in this league, man, and you're still like all your all you like your entire strategy is just to fuck with me. It Maybe works, though. I mean, they... we really like your strategy because I'm getting the right players. It just <laughs> means you be. can't get them. So that, that could be. And I mean, you're also turning it into an 11 team league at that point. You're just completely wiping me out and <laughs> improving your chances of winning. There you go. <laughs> so who are your quarterbacks? Because I'm, I'm almost surprised you didn't take a quarterback there still. Yeah, I mean, I wanted Dak Prescott. A big thing is I, I felt like the guys that I wanted were probably getting a fall to me. and uh, um, But, I yeah, I missed on Dak Prescott, and so I went Miles Sanders. And then second pick was Kyler Murray, missed on Russell Wilson. But, I mean, I felt like, you know, the, the thing with this thing, if you're going to beat you know, over 1400 other people, like you have to have all the upside in the world. I don't care about floor. I don't care about safety. Mm-hmm. Like the whole, all the Drew Brees and Derek Carr shit. I was just like, are th- do those guys actually have a chance to be the quarterback one overall? Because <coughs> if not, I don't, I don't care about them at all. I don't care about how safe they are in this, this scoring. Like, tell me all you want that, you know, they're going to, they're going to keep the completion percentage around, percentage around mm-hmm. 67%. I really don't care. Like, that just loosens my bowels hearing <laughs> about that. I'll, I want upside. It's giving and, you all the gluten in the world. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Just, just feed me a bowl just of gluten full, verbally. Full gluten. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Nice. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so I ended up with Kyler Murray. I ended up with Drew Locke. Then mm. found out that they have the same bye week, so Ooh. I had to go get. Um, I, I I got Tyrod Taylor and Justin Herbert because they've okay. got like worst case scenario. They've got a they've got a nice matchup in uh, in week eight when my other guys are on bye, and you know maybe I've got some upside with them too. Yeah. Like maybe so Herbert comes in and ends up being you know a, a running quarterback and kind of a Josh but Allen type. But there's there's not a quarterback one finish for whatever the Chargers mix together is, right? So then why right. just just because they have different bye weeks at that point you felt the the safeness was okay there just to cover that bye week over like you know pretty like cheap a running too. a running back at that point like just because yeah. of where you were drafting them because yeah. I ended up with only two quarterbacks and I just felt like when I was trying to take the third it never really made sense to me. And I was like, well, I'm pretty heavy on running backs that are starters. I feel like that floor just for that one week, um, you know, generally you want to have the the quarterback in that super flex spot every single time. I'm definitely, you know, we're all on that same page, but just because of the scoring format of Scott fish, I was like, you know what? That's when my fourth running back's going to go in that spot, you know, in that bye week. Cause I'm, I'm not reaching here. Um, just, just to make sure I have a body to put in because scoring, uh, I don't know. It, it worried me a little bit, I guess. Well, so my thing was, you know, so I've got the upside with Kyler Murray and drew lock. And so on a weekly basis, my decision process is going to look like, you know, which of those two has the best matchup. Who's got the highest ceiling. That's my QB one. Now, you know, the other one plus, you know, we'll just call it Tyrod Taylor. He's probably starting most of the year. Um, so now, 
you know, so we'll say Kyler Murray has a great matchup. He, I put him in as QB one. Now I can look at matchup. I can play matchups between Drew Locke and Tyrod Taylor. And if they're both in bad matchups, then, you know, maybe I, I put a different position at Superflex. But most likely I'm going to have, you know, two quarterbacks between my three guys. Two of them are going to have good enough matchups that I can trust them to, you know, first of all, get, get positive points. Um, don't give me a negative 39. Right. But, <laughs> um, and then, you know, as an added bonus, maybe they actually kind of go off. To, to that point, and just so I don't forget it, uh, John, the, the Superflex Super Show episode you did by yourself, mm-hmm. uh, the, end of, the end of the solo show where you were breaking down different matchups for quarterbacks when you were replacing other quarterbacks on bye yeah. was, was an awesome 15, 20 minutes into that show. So uh, redraft dynasty-wise, uh, I implore everybody to go make sure we check out that episode because the end of that was... I, I wish I had that info sooner, and I'm too lazy to do the work, and John did the work <laughs> for you. So there was there was some interesting ones in there, and I was just uh, you know just kind of going in my head over some of the the quarterbacks I have in all my super flex leagues, and be like, oh shit, oh, but I have that guy. I know I have that guy on that same team, so I'm good that week, and I'm not like trying to go look for matchups or even make some make some smaller trades just to kind of improve that during the year at this point. So. Uh, definitely, every everybody needs to go go check that out. Redraft Dynasty, it doesn't matter. That was that was definitely a cool part to that that show, John. I appreciate it, dude. Yeah, and and the problem was, I like I wish I had thought of it sooner too. But <laughs> like I said, I I ran into I literally ran into that in the Scott Fishbowl. I get those two guys that I wanted yeah. with the high upside, and I'm like, wait a minute, they have the same buy. What the hell am I gonna do? Like, I have to have a a quarterback that week. And I, again, I can't deal with somebody who's going to go out and get me negative, you know, whatever point. I can't take negative points at my quarterback one position. If I have to start a quarterback, which you do, you have to mm-hmm. start at least one. And right. I can't, I can't deal with, with negative points. So, you know, who's, who's got a good matchup who can, you know, who, who can get me at least some positive points and hold it down. I, uh, I can honestly, just looking at time, I can tell that this show is never going to be about what we thought the show was going to be. So <laughs> since since you brought up Drew Locke, I'm I'm gonna I'm just gonna steal it for a second here. Um, at DFFJSUT, um, actually tagged you in this, John. So uh, Superflex Tight End Premium Dynasty League current quarterbacks are Joe Burrow, uh, Drew Locke, Tua, and Herbert. Would you trade Drew Locke, your boyfriend? Four, <laughs> four, DeAndre Swift, Swag's boyfriend, and Mike Kosecki. So oh. tight end premium. I have so I already have Burrow, Tua, and Herbert. Right? Can I move Locke to get Swift and Gasecki in a tight end premium? Do you have context league? here? That's I. I just gave you context. How many quarterbacks do does he have? Those those four, including Locke. So Burrow, Locke, Tua, Herbert. Very young. That's three rookies and a second year guy. Like you are very young at quarterback, but I kind of like them. I don't yeah. know that I, I, John. I know you're big on lock this year. Uh, maybe that one feels like it has some good upside there, but I, was, I guess moving moving lock means you're not guaranteed a week one super flex starter, right? Because it's two on Herbert as your other pieces. So that's my biggest issue there. Is doing this move doesn't mean you can start two quarterbacks starting week one. But is Swift and Gasecki enough to make that make that switch for you? I don't have like, is it a contender? 
you know, rebuilder. I don't have anything like that. With those quarterbacks, it could be, re, you know, a rebuilder just because of the youth, but it doesn't mean the rest of their spots aren't just loaded, you know what I mean, and just went super young at quarterback this year. Yeah, man, it's it's a really tough one. Um, that is a tough one, even for with my Swift love. That I'm uh, that's a tough one. You got all your boyfriends in here, so I figured it'd be a fun. One. <laughs> yeah, uh, that is a tough one. Um, one side is is crushing this, seventy six to twenty four. That Drew Lock is, is the results. Is I, it? it yeah, is it the Drew Lock side? It is not. Wow, really? Oh, wow. Okay. I, this is one of the ones where swags. I wonder, you know, the tweet you put out. Do people really read uh, yeah. the context of a of a trade poll, or do they just see names and pick? Mm-hmm. Uh, clearly, in a one quarterback, I don't even think you'd have twenty four percent on the lock side. You know what I mean? It should be yeah. even farther than that. But yeah. I just I just wonder if uh, people just see that and go ahead and vote. But it, w- without having more context, I, I get it's tough. I I guess I would lean on keeping lock here just because I I want to know that I have two quarterbacks and and I know that with Burrow and Lock going in. I don't know that. Although I believe Tua to take over very soon, I don't want to take three zeros, you know, at my superflex spot before it happens. I know I can start running back. I mean, I'm just just saying. For me, like Gasecki's one of those guys who I like a lot. I'm pretty invested in on some teams, Mm -hmm. but then you still like. I mean, he could fit the. public nervous announcement if we were to do that like yeah i like him a yes, lot but are, we're not i'm not 100 percent positive this is going to happen i have a good feeling for me personally but like his value in adp is probably still kind of appropriate like i don't want to put him in that like uh, next top five tight end talk like that's not where i'm going with it um mm-hmm. like i i think he's athletic i think there's an opportunity um but it's a new offense too that doesn't traditionally use a tight end a lot. Like we really don't know how it's going to be. So um, I, I want Gasecki, but I think like for me, this trade comes down to Swift and Locke because they're such big pieces. And I feel like as much as I want to acquire Gasecki and I'm comfortable with that, I feel like I can get, I feel like I deserve a little bit more with my, with my DeAndre Swift side and I love DeAndre Swift, but I feel like I'm still like, yeah, like if you counter with a first, I, I hate to keep going there, but does that squash this deal? Like, but I feel like, I feel like I want just a little bit more with my Swift side, but I don't want Swift to go away. That's where I'm torn. Like, and especially with mm-hmm. the quarterback depth that this team has, because once I get into my team build, then out of the startup draft, I get comfortable with having three. I just want to leave my startup draft with more, but I'm comfortable having three quarterbacks I like in Dynasty. Um, mm-hmm. John, this question's a little bit more for you, though. And, and I mean, those weapons, that I mean, this is your quarterback, your team. The weapons that Drew Locke has at this point are no joke, in my opinion. Yeah, totally. And, you know, I've, I've really sure. kind of planted my flag on him as, as, as the, you know, the year two breakout guy this year. Uh-huh. Um, it, it, it you all know, sets it, up for it for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It, you know, I, I stand by it. I think that, yeah, between the weapons and the, the Pat Shermer system, um, I, I, I don't really see much of a way for, for Drew Locke to fail. Um, but you know, all that being said, like there's, there's still market value, Right. Like, Mm -hmm. and we still have to, we still have to care about that as much as sometimes the market value is, you know, sometimes the market gets really screwed up. 
but I'm looking at the latest Superflex ADP over at DLF, and um, you know Drew Locke is going at 90 overall. DeAndre Swift is going at 46 overall. So wow, you know, <laughs> like I'm, the, I'm surprised actually. I, yeah, I kind of am too. Like I said, I think I think that's messed. Up. I think Drew Locke is way too low. Um, DeAndre Swift might be a little high right there, if we're being honest. I'm surprised. Yeah, you know, going going ahead of uh, you know guys like Cortland Sutton and DJ Chark, going ahead of running backs like Melvin that's Gordon, okay. and yeah. I guess the, the the running backs I don't I don't mind too much. I, I, he's going ahead of David Montgomery, Lev Bell, Chris Carson, James Connor. Like more established guys, um, maybe not as talented at as this much. point. Yeah. So you know, in in terms of value, like I think that I mean, you're you're still getting DeAndre Swift pretty cheap in making this move. I guess the one thing about it is you might have to embrace kind of a productive struggle type of season if you make this move. Because again, I mean, you're probably only going to have one starter uh, to start the season. By the time Tua gets on the field, you know you you might be a few losses too far in already, yeah. and and not yeah. really have much of a look at the playoffs. That and that's okay. Productive struggle is actually a, a very good approach, and and this year in particular, I think is a year to do it. But um, you know, I I do think that you have to to commit to that if you're gonna you know if you're gonna move a quarterback without getting one in return here. Not not DLF ADP, but you personally being that high on lock, mm-hmm. is, is he higher or lower than Joe Burrow? Mm, I like that. Oh yeah, I think that he still has to be slightly lower, but it, it like it's super close for me. What's so a counter? I feel like both counter, maybe? both both yeah. are locked in with weapons all over the place. Yep, uh, you know feelings on them are different. I, I would say, um, you know, Denver's defense is much better than Cincy's. Duh. That's the thing, but, yeah. But it doesn't really account for the division they play in that way either. You know what I mean? I, I true. Don't know. There's, it's there's true. Di- difference there. I mean, I, I know Burrow's probably got to be at least a few rounds ahead of Drew Locke in, in that ADP because he was 101 in Superflex. So he's probably got to slide in what somewhere in round four in your ADP right now. Where does that work? Yeah, he's going thirty six overall. So oh, third, yeah. 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 Very end right of the third. It. So Which is later than most one oh ones in Superflex in years past, just to throw that out there, it feels like. But Yeah. Yeah, I think so too. That still feels pretty high for him. I mean he's he's going two spots after Carson Wentz. Um he's going ahead of, you know, Baker Mayfield, um Matthew Stafford. You know, so some quarterbacks that could, you know, you could definitely argue over sure. him. And then, but then at other positions, he's going ahead of, you know, AJ Brown and Amari Cooper, Allen Robinson, Calvin Ridley. Um, I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not horrible for him, but like the difference between him and Drew Locke and ADP is nuts. Like to me, they're, they're almost right, back right. to back. For sure, that's kind of my my point there. It's it's close to you, and maybe you still give the edge, but you're not giving forty pick edge there or <laughs> right. whatever, whatever you added at math. Yeah, four round difference. I'm not doing that. Um, all right, I'm doing another one here. It's uh, this is an interesting one to me. It's always uh, in in a super flex trade where we only have one quarterback moving on one side. 
um, and not having more context that's always a little crazy to me, but it may be interesting here anyways because there's a shit ton of players, and we've talked about a few of these already. Um, 12-team Superflex tight end premium uh, dynasty, Josh Allen, and then some weirdness in Darrington Evans, Damian Harris, and Laquan Treadwell. Uh, Swags, I know you kind of own that little Treadwell kick for this year, and I wrote uh, him down I mean, in, the game, that... in the game we were supposed to play, but we're not going to play yeah, um, it's a small yeah, kick. It means nothing to, in a piece, for sure. Yeah, it's more the like o- kicking a rock than... The other... Yeah, that's not fun. The other side is Miles Sanders, apparently my my boyfriend, uh, James Conner, and Chase Edmonds. So mm. some pieces there I like a lot, and a piece I know Swags fucking hates. So <laughs> one more time, Josh Allen, Darrington Evans, Damian Harris, LaCon Treadwell, or Miles Sanders, James Conner, and Chase Edmonds. This is from at SAH underscore... M A S A M A. That's what we're going with. Let's go to Swags first because this seems more fun. Um, I mean, this one comes down to pretty. It like kind of comes down to Josh Allen and Miles Sanders. I mean, there's some pieces there that. I, so I, Miles uh, Sanders wins. I don't mind like having a little bit of Chase Edmonds in my life. Um, yeah. Things like that. Damian Harris um, on the other side of it. I don't mind having like a few stashes of him. Like, but they're all there's so much question and doubt with these takes mm-hmm. um there's no question or doubt with josh allen and miles sanders for 2020 if we have a season i mean they're they're yep. in the right roles and opportunities um i like josh allen more with Diggs than i liked him last year i, that, I mean fair I'm, I'm trying to imagine adp a little bit just based off our conversations we just had with miles sanders uh-huh. and um the other quarterbacks so I'm probably trying to cheat a little bit here. Um, you are a cheater. It, it, we all with, know without knowing my side, situation yeah. here, like I, I feel like it's going to be hard for me to give up a quarterback if he's my second or third. But I'm going to assume that I'm looking okay at quarterback, and I think that mm-hmm. I, I might be okay with that Miles Sanders side. Um, but but I think that Josh Allen has the ceiling, like the seasonal ceiling, for at least two to three years. It um sure. he's not gonna share that role with somebody maybe he gets injured or but he, he's not losing the job to from or who else is there matt barkley barkley um so <laughs> he, he's not gonna share that job with him whereas like we do have that to maybe look forward to with miles sanders it makes it a really tough one um good i i guess i'll take a side of it um <laughs> That's the point Shit, here. Dude, yeah. Like, <laughs> like, can I just read to myself and? Yeah, uh, that's what I usually do. Man, I think uh, I'm probably better at running back than you are. No, I can, not uh, not your team, jerk. <laughs> this uh, is man, straight. I, I, Remember, you gotta get out of that. No context is so tough here. I think I want the Miles Sanders side. Smart man. Oh. Yeah, I mean, I I think you have to be at least four deep at quarterback in order to make that move. Yeah. That, that's the big thing. Um, if you're sending a quarterback without getting in re- one in return, that's the thing. Mm-hmm. Because because if you if you're not, then I mean, all you have to do is then now you have to turn around and make another trade in order to get another quarterback to yeah. build the depth back up. Yeah, it, you know, to cover bye weeks and stuff, which probably means you're trading away Miles Sanders. Yeah. So like finding a quarterback know, is a lot harder than like finding a wide receiver or running back. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. All right, so here's some context that I'm just making up on the fly. You're welcome. Uh, you have Matt Stafford, Dwayne Haskins, and Ryan Fitzpatrick, and Josh Allen. 
Uh, so technically, you have four quarterbacks. Probably feel more like two once you move Josh Allen. Yeah, like two and a two and a quarter. Chains <laughs> yeah. Fitzpatrick to Tyrod if that makes you feel. I'm better. almost paying more for the beard than I am for Fitzpatrick. <laughs> Gold chain and, and hamburger meat hanging out of the hanging out of the shirt. That's what you're paying for. Um, yeah, so I, I feel like if that point, if I'm looking at that as my team, I'm counting three quarterbacks. And I would do okay. the same thing with so Tyrod really Taylor. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, like, you know, my, you want Miles Sanders on a on a roster that's going to contend. And that quarterback group without Josh Allen is not really a contender. You know, Matthew yeah. Stafford is is certainly a safe QB1. But, mm. you know, beyond that, like, you're kind of playing matchups with Dwayne Haskins and, and Fitzpatrick as long as he's the starter. And. I don't like you're never going to feel real comfortable with your super flex. So, you know, you address the quarterback position first and then you start adding in those stud running backs later. And so, yeah, I, I, I definitely couldn't do it in that circumstance. Like, so, yeah, I guess I need to, to qualify it even a little further and say you have to be four deep at quarterback and they have to be viable like starters. <laughs> yeah, they have to be actually good NFL players. I love it. You guys go ahead and pick the day that um, you want to come on next week, John, and we'll talk about what we were going to talk about today because you've already done a little work for it. <laughs> nice. I know, right? But in the meantime, I got one more poll I'm oh. out here. Uh, yeah, you don't. That's not oh. how this works yet. After this one, you can say that again in case people missed it. At 30 yard cruising, I have a super flex half PPR dynasty. We at least have quarterbacks on both sides here. One side is Russ Wilson, which feels really good. The other side is Daniel Jones, Keenan Allen, and a 2021 third and fourth. Because who fucking cares about those picks? Not me. Wow. Um, <laughs> so the other side is just Russell Daniel Wilson? Jones, yeah, the other side is just Russ. And then you get Daniel Jones, Keenan Allen, and some at the end. Man. I'll, I'll take that Daniel Jones and Keenan Allen side. I, I think Keenan Allen's being slept on, and, and that's some yeah. uh, nice depth to add to your wide receiver core. I, if you're looking at my team, I mean, you guys both know you can go in and look at my teams, and I need a wide receiver. So to add Keenan Allen, who I think can still be top 15 wide receiver, easy. Yep. Um, yep. And I'm saying easy, but I think that's like his floor. Do you, um, yeah. do you still feel that way in half PPR? Like that kind of hurts Keenan Allen, I think. Um, I don't know. Like, I kind of had this discussion with somebody a little bit yesterday, and they were kind of like, it was, yep. it was kind of regarding McLaurin and Keenan Allen, and he was like, "But with Tyrod Taylor," and you're like, "It's Dwayne Haskins." Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> like, right. So you know, and and I like Haskins on, on my teams, and I'm excited to see if it happens. Um, but. Tyrod Taylor, by all means, he he knows that system better than Dwayne Haskin knows the new one that he has to get used to this year. He sat behind Phillip Rivers last year. I don't think that Tyrod Taylor is going to hurt Keenan Allen any more than what Phillip Rivers did. I think Keenan Allen's just really that good, and I, I don't think we're going to see Tyrod Taylor the entire season. I think that we'll get it to Herbert. Um, how much they throw the ball, uh, man, I, I could see them running the ball a little bit more this year to let the rookie and Tyrod Taylor use their skill sets. I don't think that they have the IQ Phillip rivers had to make some of the plays he's done and like the, those decisions at this point in his career. But I do think that it was time to move on from Phillip rivers. I think that Keenan Allen is a good enough route runner and, 
a focal point of that team that he's he's still gonna get his. I I, I mean he's like being drafted as wide receiver twenty to twenty two, sometimes even worse. He just finished another wide receiver one season with Phillip Rivers having one of his worst seasons. Um yeah, I'm not yeah. too super worried to be honest with you. Yeah, I'm I'm not about you know, not with the quarterback situation. I'm not worried there. Um I, you know, I think the volume is still there. Uh, Well, the big thing for me is the half PPR, like the, even if the volume Mm -hmm. is still there for Keenan Allen, like, you know, in order to, to make up for that half a point on every catch, Uh you know, you, you need some touchdown upside. And I don't, I mean, it doesn't feel like that's really been there for Keenan Allen anyways, without the numbers in front of me, Mm -hmm. like, you know, even with, with rivers and now, you know, with a, a less um, less explosive offense, like it could be just as efficient, but it's going to be less explosive. I mean, no one's no one chucks the ball down the field as much as Philip Rivers. I mean, Jameis Winston, I guess. Yeah. But, but, so that's, will, will they that's be in the, the game though? Like, I, I guess uh, I'm just kind of spitballing yeah. off the fly here, though. But I mean, they could be airing it out a little bit. Yeah, I I, I mean, I think the defense keeps them in a lot of games. That's a big thing for me. That like that's why that division's so fun. I I, I, I can't wait to yeah. see how that kind of turns out, and hopefully we get to see that because there are some solid defenses there. But holy shit, there could be some high powered <laughs> yeah. offenses where it doesn't matter. But yeah. to answer your question, John, and I have Russell Wilson like much higher than Daniel Jones. So, but to answer yep, your question, yeah, question. I'll I'll still make the I'll still make the trade with Keenan Allen and Daniel Jones in my super flex leagues like i i can't imagine a situation where keenan allen doesn't help me enough to go Weakly to daniel jones there you know yeah. and and i'm guessing we're not playing scott fishbowl where i have as many negatives <laughs> to my quarterbacks you know like I'm, I'm not saying he's gonna have that russell wilson ceiling but i don't think he's gonna have as many fumbles this year either so but it's got fishbowl you're not penalized for that fumbles in your regular league you are yeah okay just but saying. but <laughs> yeah. just to fuck with you just a little bit but yeah I'm, matter, I'm probably still making you know? this move i don't love no, moving on from russell wilson though but i think that this is probably the kind of move that really helps my teams yeah i i agree with you i mean as long as keenan allen's starting for you that's the right. only caveat to the whole thing like he He's got to be, you know, one of your like if you've got three starting wide receiver spots, he's got to be one of those three. Yeah. Um, you know, it, like just it's upgrading so awesome of Keenan and Flex, though. I'm just saying. Yeah, I don't know, I'm starting to tuck myself into that side. I want Russ, but I can see like even on my wide receiver heavy teams where Keenan's at least a flex. So am I giving up? You know, on average, maybe three, four points max a week to go down to Daniel Jones from Russ, but I get to add Keenan into a flex spot. Right. Even even at half DPR. Um, yeah, he should still be close to double digits every single week. Right. And and he'll have those monster games. Anytime he gets in the end zone, I mean, you just you just you know tripled the amount of points that you would have had in your lineup shotgun a beer every time keenan scores i might, <laughs> might be a game i'm playing this year i don't know it feels good <laughs> I like it <laughs> uh russ russ wins this or currently is winning this poll 69% nice to 31 so people always think they have to have the elite quarterback dude and it's it's not the case Team build definitely, you know, definitely would would help a little bit here. But like I said, even on wide receiver heavy teams like mine usually are, 
I'm I'm finding a way to get Keenan in my lineup, you know, and at least in one of the select spots, probably every week. So yeah. I, I'm starting to go. I I could probably go that way. And I mean, I don't, don't want to trade Russ though. You guys aren't at all like ages like I am, but I mean, you're getting a lot younger at quarterback. But but like I said, it's Russ much over Daniel Jones for me. But you are also I, I, getting younger at quarterback. See, I feel like I would make this move and then see at some point sooner than later if I could move Daniel Jones for a quarterback. I'd feel better, even if it meant doing something else. Yeah. Uh, I can see that. But, but you know my feelings on Daniel Jones compared to yours just since it happened too. But that's probably right I would go. All right, now now do the thing before. Because <laughs> <Do> the <thing laughs> they, they forgot. They do that thing from before. <laughs> so, so J- John, we, we didn't get a chance to talk about anything we planned for today. So we're going to have to figure out a time some next week. I can't even say it is good. But sometime next week, well, you guys pick the time and – We'll try to do this again with yeah, what perfect. we thought we were going to do, but this was a ton of fun. I, I enjoyed this. Who yeah, wants man. to bet next week we still don't do the show? But we'll <laughs> I will not take that bet now. <laughs> we just try every week for the next year, and we still don't get this thing. Yeah, you didn't know you were coming back. I told you you were a host of Super Flex Potter. Just, this is how we keep you, you on. You guys just don't have the heart to tell me it's a shitty idea. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you said it. <laughs> uh, no, for real, John. Much, much love. Always, always enjoy uh, getting on the mic with you and just shooting the shit for a little bit. Likewise, um, man. Thank you guys for bringing me back. It's uh, it, uh, you guys are, you guys are my boys for sure. And uh, on my therapy tour here, this is this is definitely yes. the stop I needed. Oh, I love it. And you know, we feel the same about you. Yeah, definitely. Tell them all the amazing places to find you and what you guys have been doing. Let's see. Uh, Ask Superflex Dude on Twitter, Superflex Super Show, FF Mercs Podcast. I don't know why I'm saying it like a teenage girl right now, but I don't know. I don't know how that happened. But. They they like whine about even the positive stuff. Like, yeah. can I please have a caramel like, macchiato with extra whipped cream? <laughs> like rolling my eyes while I say it. <laughs> I, I was totally doing the head tilt too. I was like, wait, what the? What just happened? <laughs> how did that happen? Um, and then uh, I, I write for DLF, which is uh, important right now because I'm actually writing a series on Superflex. Boom. It's called a, a Superflex Life, and uh, would love for people to check that out. Right now, I mean, it started with uh, with Volume One, which is just why to play Superflex. But um, we're going to get into all kinds of strategy stuff, and you know, player values, value versus production. Um, I'm really proud of that one. And, um, some draft strategy, some auction strategy, all kinds of stuff, uh, roster management and everything. So um, I'm not, I'm not going to stop until we hit on absolutely every talking point when it comes to Superflex. <laughs> ne- next week, Perfect. instead of our idea, we're just going to talk about value versus production. <laughs> that, I love that. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, important, look man. Look here for each week moving forward on what John's article was from the week before. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just... If you don't want to read it, we'll just talk about it here. You're welcome. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but go read it. We'll save you some time. Save you some time so you don't at have least, to read it. <laughs> at least click on the article for John and then come here and listen about it. Perfect. There you go. Yeah, we'll take that. Yeah. <laughs> He's at Spikezilla Zero G. I am at FL2 Drink Minimum. And this is at Superflex Pod. Hit that shit up. Yep. 
check out at super what did we interrupt <laughs> yep. you like uh ff merc superflex show he said it super all super show I, well i yeah i got all those when i was doing the the, teenage the girl, girl talk thing. yeah that's i was doing like the hair that's flip probably and... why i tuned you out <laughs> <laughs> you got turned on or what no, I was just like, Jesus Christ. Like, <laughs> Why is he will you repeat like that? Like, <laughs> you guys are crazy. <laughs> oh, it, it's been a crazy week. Happy Friday. <laughs> Don't forget to be awesome. D F T G T G F T O H. Don't forget to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah. I like D A B A D, right? Don't be a dick. Just don't be a dick. Yeah. Plain and simple. Should be should be easy. If you can't be awesome, at least don't be a dick. <laughs>